Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Middle of the Row, the f- podcast. I almost said flashback. Um, this is. <laughs> I thought you were our... just gonna like go hard and just be like Middle of the Row, the fucking podcast. <laughs> <laughs> this is our last flashback for this run of four that we're doing, and then we're gonna pivot to love stories for our next question mark love stories quotation marks around it yeah did any of us pick anything that's like a straight up love story i mean yeah i mean my movie's a love story for sure it's just not like a (laughs) rom-com yeah fair enough it's like mine's definitely a love story but there's a lot more to it yeah but yeah um this is our lot we're gonna kind of keep thing maybe in batches of four jump around until we get more new releases which keep falling further and further away from us from ever seeing and stepping in a movie theater maybe black widow was a thing even i miss it (laughs) i know and we always talk about how much we hate going to the theater (laughs) i'd give anything to go to the movie theater And it's, I guarantee you, once it starts up again, I'm going to go for a couple weeks and then I'm going to be like, fuck, why can't I just stream movies anymore? <laughs> yeah. This week's movie is from 2011 and it is my pick. And I picked uh, Pedro Almodovar's The Skin I Live In. This movie was, did I say 2011? Yes. 2011. So... Before we get into our general thoughts, <laughs> let's try to describe this movie in eight words or less. A really fucked up. <laughs> yes, that, that's adventure. it. That's it. It's not really an adventure. I was gonna say, don't give it I a jovialness really of labeling it an adventure. This isn't like <laughs> yeah, this isn't Bilbo running off the sh- like away yeah, from the Shire. <laughs> this isn't like some grand story of like epic scale and yeah. It barely leaves. It barely leaves one location. <laughs> yeah. Um, can't really be an adventure, but uh, a really fucked up, twisted tale. I'll go with that. I'm going to go last because I'm the woman of the group. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I'm going to cheat and I'm going to use nine words. Fair oh, enough. my God. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. That's it. <laughs> I just, I, I have yeah. nothing else. Like, ugh. I'm going to cheat and take you on an adventure of my experience by giving you four <laughs> different eight words or lesses. It went from, it went from, I was writing this as I watched the movie. So it went from men are the worst, tase them all in reference to um, the girl with the dragon tattoo. Uh, <laughs> men are the worst, please make it stop. Fuck you, Zach. I hate it here. And then this movie is fucked. <laughs> fuck, 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 fuck to make it eight words. <laughs> um, this is the skin I live in. <laughs> <laughs> Pedro Almodovar is a very pretty prolific Spanish filmmaker. And, and twisted motherfucker, apparently. <laughs> well, I think this... I haven't seen all of his stuff, but I know he, he can be a little twisted. Oh, but, a, li- a little? A little. <laughs> but I think this... From the movies, I've seen four of the, his movies. And this is, like, by far, like... His other things are more like mellow, a little more melodramatic, like they're, they're more grounded and human and relatable in certain ways. I would hope so. <laughs> I haven't seen, uh, I have, I have multiple, I have three of his movies I own on Criterion Blu-ray that I haven't seen yet because I just, I really have always been, like I said, this is the second movie I saw from him. I saw Volver with 
Penelope Cruz um, when that came out. But I missed his next one after that, which was called Broken Embraces, which also has Penelope Cruz. But I did want to see it because I liked Fulver a lot. And then I caught up on this. And then actually his movie after this one, I did not like a whole lot. It's called I'm So Excited. Then I missed the one after that. And then his movie last year, Pain and Glory... Two years ago, I guess, with which Bandera... Did he get nominated for Best Actor? I think he was nominated for Best Actor for that movie. And deservingly so, it was another great movie. Wait, who was is, who is nominated for Best Actor? Antonio Banderas, I okay. think, for that movie. If not, he should have been. But um, Banderas has been a creative partner with him for a number of years. His three most famous movies before this in Volvere were... Uh, actually, no, I guess Bad Education, Talk to Her, I had All About My Mother. These are all movies I've heard of. Uh, tie Me Up, Tie Me Down, and Woman on the Verge of a Nervous Breakdown. Those all feel like subtitles for this movie. Yeah, I yeah, was going to yeah, say. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe, I mean, maybe he, maybe this isn't as twisted. Like I said, I haven't seen a lot of his earlier stuff, so maybe this is... I mean, I can't imagine anything else being more fucked up and weird yeah, than this movie. Like, this but is, I, I remember, like, I texted you, you know, it was about halfway through this movie, because yeah. I figured, I was like, I, quote-unquote, knew where it figured was Figured it out. And yeah. I was like... This is going to be some old boy level fucked up, isn't it? And old boy is one of the most fucked up movies I've ever seen. And this is like in that same ballpark, I would say. Circling back to this real quick, and then we can launch into your guys' general thoughts. But um, I don't know. I was really, I think whether you hated the movie or not, like I think this movie is a real showcase of just how great Almodovar's movies look and feel like there's no other movie looks like his movies. He definitely has like a house style. When it first opened, like that opening mm-hmm. shot, I was like, oh my God, this is going to be one of those artsy movies that Zach loves and we don't. Um, <laughs> I don't even it, remember. What was the opening shot? It's, uh, I believe it's her doing yoga or something to her just mm, oh that's right she was laying yeah. on the couch yes yeah stretching and it's just this incredibly bizarre like shot it was just like what the fuck but it's also like you know in retrospect it's you know you understand all of that but it's it was just one of these like oh god no this is gonna be like a mother <laughs> for me <laughs> um but i've always i i'm every all of his movies especially the three that i really like i i I'm just really drawn to the way he captures faces and people, and um, and this movie is <laughs> great at that too. But I don't know why I, I I really liked it when it came out. I I guess I should pull up, and I I still really enjoyed it. Like my opinion has not changed on the movie at all. It's a it's it's interesting to watch it in a 2021 woke world context, mm-hmm. but. At the same time, though, it, it that didn't ruin the movie for me by any way, shape, or form. But um, what to, you guys both hadn't seen this movie before, and I'm going to let um, Ben go first. This is one of those movies, like, um, not to the same extent, or, like, I mean, this is far more fucked up, but it's like Grave of the Fireflies, where I appreciate what it does. I think it's an incredibly well-made movie, but the subject matter is just so like uncomfortable and hard to watch that i will probably never watch this movie again in my entire life probably you can't even (laughs) 
fully yeah, say it. Okay. Like, I, mean, I don't know. He might become an Almodovar stand after this. Someone you may never tie know, me like... to a chair and be like, you need to watch this movie again. I can't say that's not going to happen, but I'm definitely not going to go out of my way and watch this movie ever again. Like if it came on the TV and you had nothing else to watch, would you still watch it or would you oh, just God, turn? No. Okay. <laughs> this is like... At a party, people are like, yo, let's watch a fucked up movie. And they put that on. I'd be like, oh, my God, I guess we're doing this again. But No, I'd leave the party. <laughs> not that you have to twist my arm to not stay at a party. but <laughs> Lauren. Like, uh, I didn't. I was so excited at the potential of this movie in the beginning because you said not to look up anything <laughs> yeah. about it. So all I knew was the cover image that I'd seen. I don't know how long, but I've seen it forever. It's a very striking and, image. It sticks with you. Yeah. Though. And so in my mind, when they were talking about implant or like uh, face transplants, I was really, really hoping we were going to go in a ridiculous horror direction and be like, someone's going to get the face transplant off of a murderer who was killed or something. <laughs> and, like, and then they're going to become a murderer. Or maybe we'll get a fun jump, like face off. And then, and then it started to like, I started to be like, oh no, this lady's like a, this, she's like a test tube lady and we're going to get like a splice situation. And so I was really starting to dread this and I just did not. And then like, and then it started going further and further and I saw where it was going and I was like, how does this keep getting worse and worse for me? But it's like, I mean, I can't, I can't get fully mad at you for it because like I, one of my movies I picked this year was all about, or not all about rape, but a big, big part of the movie was a rape sequence or a repeated rape. Mm -hmm. and someone's like but it's like there's just so much rape in this and i don't understand what it's trying to say other than maybe it sucks to be a woman and it's apparently a punishment to be a woman and i don't know it's just i don't i hate it (laughs) like i mean there i can agree with you it does a lot of things right so I'm not like going to give it when we get to stars. I'm not going to give it like 0.5 stars, but I like I did not enjoy watching this movie at all. Mm. No matter how good the actors but, were, no how no matter how nice look it away. looked. I I don't know. <laughs> it was just frustrating for all the female characters, not all the female characters, yeah. but like they had no character unto themselves that didn't revolve around the male characters in this film and that was very frustrating. Yeah. And technically, all I, mean, I can say is there was pretty much the, one female the, the, character. The daughter, well, his daughter. Can you tell is, me one? Can you describe the daughter for me? How would you describe her? One interesting thing about the daughter. I mean, I think her uh, mental instability. Her, her defining, but they don't the dive daughter's into defining it characteristic is, is she got raped. The end. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I would say her I mean, defining characteristic is she was, I mean, again, this is fine. She saw her mom her die mom. and she then was she was crazy. raped. <laughs> yeah. Like, she wasn't crazy. She was traumatized by but, seeing her okay, mother die. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so she was a cognitive dive, break with reality. What makes her exactly? Sick. She wasn't they, a character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's a catalyst for Antonio Banderas mm-hmm. to do what he wants to do. Yeah. Yes, I can agree with you there. And and then Ver, is it Vera, Vera, and Vincent? Mm-hmm. It, Isn't it like Vicente or something? Vicent, Vicent, Vicente. Vicente. It's going back to my high school Spanish and pretending I know how to pronounce all these words. I'm assuming it's Vicente. <laughs> I'm gonna put a pin and pivot us towards star ratings because I think we can talk about all this other stuff in categories. But um, yeah, I, I like, I don't know. This movie engrosses me and grabs you by the collar and doesn't let go. And yeah, 
I I'm four and a half stars on this movie. I it it it, it wraps me up. <laughs> uh, hey. I'm probably a three and a half. <sighs> <laughs> like I appreciate a lot of what it does. But I think it also it um I think it's it's too long. I know that's a complaint I have for a lot of these movies. And I think like Lauren said, there's a lot of like this like the rape is just so predominant throughout that I, I don't you know like I get that it needs to be there, but it's also like I you know does it need to be shown in such I don't know such clarity. In a sense, you know? Yeah, if you catch me on a good day, I might give this a two. I'm somewhere between a one and a half and a two. And I don't understand how this movie is rated as high as it is. It's also the second most watched Amadovar movie on Letterboxd, which I was actually surprised by. I figured it would have been. Honestly, I can't remember if I've seen his other ones. I think I've seen Volver, but it was a long time ago. And I'm pretty sure at one point we watched one of his movies in my Spanish, like high school Spanish class. Definitely wasn't this one. I could tell you that much, <laughs> uh, but I don't remember what one it was. Okay. Performance prizes. It's really interesting. I think Banderas is really good, but I, th- I think it's hard not to give it to, especially watching it this time, which I think this, I don't know if I watched it. I had not watched it <laughs> since I have done, had Letterboxd. But I, I wonder if I, I, th- I felt, I feel like I might have seen this once before at home. But Eliana Anya, um, who plays Vera, she is really great. Mm-hmm. And she is doing a performance. Like, she is Vincent, you know, like, or Vincente, or however we're saying it. Vicente. In those moments. Like, her facial reactions of the scene with Rape by Zeka is, it's not just, like, shocked her face isn't just like shocked because what's happening to her, but it's also like, this is what this feels like at the same. It's like really weird. I mean, it just, just goes to how fucked up and twist. Like, I can't even imagine giving that direction to her. See, but even you, you saying know. that already brings up a question for me because, uh, Vera does not remember that she's a man. So therefore she what? would, or, it's very clear she does, or he, it's he, he. Um, it's very clear that he doesn't remember who he is. Because at one point in the end, when it's like he sees the photo of Vicente, it's like, oh, yeah, that's me. But it like, no, as far no, as I no, can no, tell, no. they he remembers. Well, then see, this he, movie doesn't do a good job of showing that because it seemed like he did not remember. I think him seeing the picture is like the catalyst to get out it's it's he realizes he needs to get back to his mom and there's still people out there and it's like a reaffirmation i don't know like i took the final flashback the 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 final scenes where they flashback is it's always that's the revenge part he's he's been building up his chance to get back exactly and and that was the flashback part well it flashed once you once you find out that it's who but that was a dream, is. wasn't it? No, 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 no. They both they both dreamed it, but it was their memories. Like the yeah. first, so like the first time, and it's like that's where it started. Like where I started to realize what was going you on. See, because I figured, yeah. I figured it was his daughter. With... Well, you can't call a dream a memory. Like just because you dream something that is true doesn't mean you realize it's true. I I do not think they're so, dreams. Just because they go into their. Yes, they're, they're sleeping, literally sleeping. But but that's not a dream. Like I I I'm pretty sure he 
he's aware of who he is the whole time. But that's interesting that you interpreted. The okay, other way. then why is he trying to throw himself at Antonio Banderas's character in the beginning of the movie? To to get him to loosen his to let him yeah, yeah so he could move so, around and get to the gun and then yeah see it just him. doesn't read that way to me at all interesting i i'd love to see if other people interpret it that way is that like he was jogged loose and that's what caused him to well i think it was just i was so confused by it that i had to make my own narrative apparently well also i think the reason he like steps in and defends antonio banderas is because he wants to get the revenge and not have him being brought down that catalyst forces him to do yeah i I didn't get that at all okay i will say that i i was i think one of the best moments in the movie i mean best is a strong word but (laughs) (laughs) it's when they switch like the dream slash flash slash flashback Mm -hmm. when it switches from antonio banderas's perspective to Vicente's because that was the yeah yeah, that was the moment where I was like because the whole time I was assuming this was super fucked up because it was the daughter with the mom's face with Antonio Banderas which is all kinds of gross (laughs) and wrong that was the other thing I was so confused because we didn't really see the mom's face ever so I was like is this supposed to be the mom's face or the daughter's face well because we saw the daughter so we knew eventually I know but you can't necessarily Um, perfectly recreate someone's face but so they I was talk like, maybe about, it's just supposed to kind of his, look like her. But they talk about they do give it because Zeka, the the tiger rapist. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. He thought it was he her. thinks he's sleeping with. Yeah, that's Robert's right. I remember now. Because yeah, yeah. yeah. and Correct. he was amazed because he thought she was dead. Yeah. Well, he, and he killed her. <laughs> but it was like so. This 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 that 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 flashback that sequence mm-hmm. is when it clicked for me when he was chained up. Mm-hmm. I, that's when I started to realize, holy shit, this guy has a huge role to play. <laughs> like, like, what does he have to do with Vera? And then you get that, the next, it's like the vaginoplasty. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> let's, let's take a moment here, because what the ever-loving fuck? Whoever thought this up, I mean, kudos, but also get help. No, no, not kudos. <laughs> No, it's a brilliant twist. It's incredibly fucked up. But, like, I mean, that's a jaw-dropper of the highest order, for sure. We're talking about best performance. Who are we giving it to? Yeah. Uh, oh, man. I don't he's, know. He's... Jan Cornette, who plays Vicente, he's also really great in the... When he's being, you know, being held captive and... Mm-hmm. But but I think Elena Anya does a great job of bringing that to her performance as well. I'd be wondering yeah. if they influence each other. I I would give it to her, even though just gonna say I read according to IMDb trivia as I like to do. Um, <laughs> they apparently those two actors spent a lot of time together to mm-hmm. kind of um, just become each other. Basically, you know, yeah. they wanted to, since they're playing the same person. Yeah. I don't know who I'd, I'd give I'd give best performance to myself for making it through this movie. <laughs> Props to you. Uh, Elena, Anya, you win it. And also, I mean, we didn't mention, Banderas is really great at being like this cold, calculating monster. Who has, which, this, who has like this incredible Achilles heel of yeah his own creation. You know, that was another thing. It's like, what was the whole point? In the beginning, it was just like, oh, he's putting animal parts into human DNA, blah, blah, blah. And that's what we're getting. And he's creating the skin that will apparently go to no one because it's not like the world is going to fund malaria skin for people in Africa. 
Like, so it's, it's just, well, then it suddenly became this movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's like four well, I mean, movies the, in here. <laughs> well, yeah, the skin, I mean, the skin he made because didn't she, his wife. Slit her throat. Like, oh, I, no, but she got burned first. Well, you, well, his wife got burnt, but that wasn't what he was making the skin for. He was making the the tougher skin so she couldn't kill herself. The Well, Sobira I got news for you. He made the tougher skin and he still slit his throat <laughs> no i think he made it i think it was implied he made that after that i don't, I don't know think the timeline's so. a little wonky it jumps all over the place but um, i mean it was it was a first draft maybe <laughs> <laughs> still working on it that's a great moment though like when he's like you want to do it and she just was like yep i will and you just watch it and you're like okay <laughs> he, he <laughs> that's happening do <laughs> i do feel like we should probably get the pronoun right what are we yeah what is the pro- he 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 is yeah, a I guess man. He, he, he identifies, identifies as a man as, still. Yeah. As, as, yes. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about that ending. I think we've been talking about it quite a bit. <laughs> I think this will probably get rolled in with a lot of but whys. But yep, I have a plenty of but whys. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to really just talk about the ending because I think the end, I, the actual last scene of the movie, I think really, I remembered how I I, I, I had a hard time remembering the when Ben was texting me. I was like, I knew the broad strokes <laughs> of you know vicente was vera and that stuff but then as the movie was going i was starting to remember and I, I remember the final scene was him going back to his mom and i was like oh yeah i really love that ending and i still really love like it's sad but it's a happy it's, it's a somewhat happy ending to this all all this crazy stuff that we've just been put through um though at the same time i would love to watch the next 30 minutes of what happens after that you know are the next 15 and also you are Wanting a happy ending for a rapist. That's not great. Yeah, which is interesting. But that's... Okay. Well, and that's, Do you want, should we get into the rape of it all? Like they, they, <laughs> they, 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 they kind of make it ambiguous as to if he really did it. Like, clearly he hit her and knocked her out when yeah. she when she started freaking out. Which is definitely, mm. like, that's not okay. And then he leaves yeah. her there. But it's but there, not there's a, clear. I don't know if we should get into the definition of rape. Yes. <laughs> I mean... It, it, if it's but it's it's like it's what is Amadovar doing like i don't is, know <laughs> he's so particular because like even the rape of uh of vera mm-hmm. zeka thinks he's having sex with the former consensual partner and it still is rape in the moment but it's like these weird angles. if the person is fighting you yes, in the yes, moment yeah no i know no I agree 100%, but I'm just saying... Also, also with like, his mom watching tied to yeah, a chair. Yeah, it's like, just... It's it's create. Oh, he's oh. introducing these weird angles to make you think, like, about... the And the same thing with, like, is Norma... I mean, you could probably argue she couldn't even properly give consent. But she... See, in the moment, she is appreciating the attention. But then she's, like... She gets she gets thrown out of it by the song so early, and then it's like, at the same time, you're like Vicente, like yes, he shouldn't like Ben was saying he shouldn't have hit her, but at the same time, like what 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 was actually happening there? It wasn't a hundred percent clear. I'll say is if someone if you have to ask someone how many drugs they're on, and if it's very clear that like it's a very awkward moment (laughs) that he's clearly not paying attention to any cues she's giving. 
Yes. Then he's not in a good light in this situation. For sure. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying he's like this, this like completely so innocent yes, guy. So yes, technically, sure. he didn't penetrate her with his dick, <laughs> but like, no, it's still not great, guys. Not no, again, not defending him, but it's just the fact that Amadovar is entering all these these situations with all this gray area and then it's 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 really i don't know what the, i mean i and it could just be he's just trying to make up as fucked up and weird a thing as possible and i don't think you could get away with it now it like i i can't even imagine if this movie came out now what the reaction would be just to that but also just to like the the trans aspect of it all mm-hmm. which but at the same time like there he's like v- vicente doesn't want to be a woman but at the same time i don't think the movie is saying like being a trans person is bad roberto is robert is always like that's his job is to help people do a transitions and be the person that they want to be yeah i mean yeah it's crazy it's just it's a crazy fucking movie (laughs) the punishment isn't becoming a woman it's becoming you can't be a womanizer anymore yeah but it's but it's i mean he still could like, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> it's him. It's him becoming lesbians exist. Well, he's not. He's a man, but like, it's like women can still have sex with women. That's true. But it's like he, he's becoming like the the object of affection and mm-hmm. control. Like that's yeah. the punishment, not yeah, not the actual not the actual gender transition itself. Um, it's like it's more like like Antonio Banderas is doing this to like make him the perfect doll for himself and it's like it mm-hmm. doesn't matter the ge- the gender of the doll isn't part of the the punishment it's just what yeah. suits his preference so yeah. you think this all started with him having the intent of having a sex object i mean it started as punishment for his daughter punishing this guy yeah by turning him into one yeah that's just that's like that's even bonus fucked (laughs) i can't with this movie (laughs) like i don't know what the movie's going for at all i don't know what antonio banderas's character as a character is trying to do ever all the time is i just don't understand most of this movie well i think he got he got so he was punishing this guy obviously and then he Mm -hmm. got carried away and he fell in love with his why like why uh, because uh, he gave it yeah. the face and body of his wife <laughs> why just... why give it your wife's face <laughs> because <laughs> let's let's be honest this guy is definitely not all together in the sanity department but see that's the other so... thing that's so frustrating because other than the house or the um housekeeper saying that oh he's crazy or something we get no indicators until it just dives off the deep and that he has any psychological issues or anything so it just feels like i don't know how to interpret or understand anything about this movie or the characters it's just nonsensical to me no i mean i would argue him keeping someone captive is kind of <laughs> but like we don't know that's even we, happening like it's very weird yeah at first it's pretty late it's, in the movie you don't know you don't understand the situation because at first you think he's keeping her in this situation or him in this situation because he's yeah. suicidal so you think mm. this is protecting him mm-hmm. but that's not the case also i think you could argue like and again this is like second viewing clarity but i think mariella is the the housewife's name mm-hmm. she 
she lets you know that she birthed two monsters, essentially. Yeah. Talk you about know. an exposition dump on her part. <laughs> and, and also, that's that's my but why? is like, why would she tell that to Vera? Well, it's just so confusing because she's like, she said something like she had something in her womb or like she said her insides were poison or something. I don't remember what she said, but it's like, does this movie understand how psychological issues work? It's just really weird how it's like, well, your parents were crazy and thus you are super fucked up. But like, she's not crazy. I don't think your womb can be poison. <laughs> um, well, she definitely birthed two crazy people. <laughs> yeah, it's her perspective. You but know, again, it's, yeah, it's the tiger actual... dude is for sure messed up. But like, again, we don't at that point understand like Antonio Banderas's character at all. <laughs> well, again, I mean, it's weirdly he made this movie to be seen twice for sure. Like you're supposed to watch. You're supposed um, any movie with a twist like this is being made with the intention the that you'll want like, to yeah. go watch it again. And yeah, well, I, that's yeah. not happening. <laughs> and I imagine also like there is something to Banderas's character and how he he is. He, if you applied like the filmmaking, you know, like the filmmaker's mind, you know, like this guy is uncompromising to make the movie he, the the thing he wants to make, and Almodovar might see that in himself a little bit, and he doesn't care who he has to sacrifice to get. Like, there's some really fucked up, twisted stuff you can look into with the movie that way too. Isn't this? I don't think you mentioned it earlier, but isn't this movie technically based on a book or someone else's story? Uh. Oh, interesting. Well, I don't is know. it? Who uh, reads yeah, a book it's like based that on a novel. Like, it is. Who based reads on a, a book novel? like that and it's like, you know what? I want to make this a movie. <laughs> I mean, you guys enjoyed it, so yeah, it's, it's like, not that far fetched. Some, some people are compelling it. Are it's you know the the number the most thirty six percent of people on Letterboxd have given this a four star. Sixty five percent have given it a four star or higher. So it's it's obviously resonating with I don't people. Get um, it. You guys are, I'm scared of all of you. Don't worry. Neither of us have the, the surgical expertise to, to it, do any of this shit. Yeah, like I knew, I knew this was not going anywhere good as soon as you see that he has an operating, like, facility <laughs> yeah. in his house. It's like, yeah, that's sketchy as fuck. <laughs> yeah. But again, I want to go back to the place where I just thought she was a, like, a test tube baby. <laughs> Or he was a test can, tube baby. Yeah. You know? Can we can we scale back to a few levels of fucked up? Can we scale back to when I thought this was going to be a murder face transplant? <laughs> Give me John Travolta. Give me Nick Cage, please. Yeah. <laughs> Since we're talking about all the fucking fucked up layers, Almodovar throws onto this as well. <laughs> Eliana Anaya, like, I mean, is undoubtedly, like, I remember thinking of seeing the movie. She might be one of the most attractive people ever put on a fucking camera and then putting her through all this awful things he's like daring people who are watching this to be titillated by the awfulness that he's showing and it's like it's really fucked up like he's throwing everything at the audience and just daring them to feel everything and anything and it's i don't know i kind of respect the game a little bit like like i mean it takes it takes some pretty like a lot of not bravery, but like confidence to put something out there like this. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna liken it to torture porn. Just a different interpretation of that word or those words. <laughs> and, you know, that's that's interesting. You bring that up because I can totally get on board with people absolutely hating this movie. 
I totally get that. I just, I don't know. Like, I feel like there's more substance to this. I mean, oh, for sure. This yeah. isn't hostile, but like. <laughs> but it's like, I, I, I can definitely see your point. Like, I, I'm not going to be recommending this to a lot of people. <laughs> if anybody, you know, it's going to be a very, very select few people I know who like really weird shit. At the end of the day, I just, it's very clear that I do not go in for, let's see how fucked up we can make something. That's my, not my cup of tea. <laughs> well, here's the thing. I think, I think Ben's in my camp too. If this was like, how fucked up gore we can, like, I'm out. Like, I can't deal with that. But like, yeah. this kind of like fucked up mind fuckery twistedness yeah. I mean, this is, is like, much more up my alley <laughs> the first the first half of this movie like i was almost done with it with the zeka rape i was like this mm-hmm. is gratuitous i don't i don't care about any of this but that twist like that horrified me on multiple levels and it's just <laughs> like like i mean that like because i i like it's a psychological thriller but i had heard people liking it to like horror film a horror film Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's that one moment of pure, unadulterated confusion and terror. I mean, that's, that's some horror movie A-game stuff in that, that moment. Yeah, this also falls in the camp of I have no one to root for, and therefore mm-hmm. I can't like the movie. Also, also <laughs> true. Yeah, it's like, because it's like you, like, like you said, it's like the, they give this happy ending to this guy who's But you think rapist. you can root for v- Vera for a long time, It's though. like... <laughs> yeah, until like halfway through the movie. <laughs> and even by the end, like you're not like, "Oh no, Antonio Banderas is dead." But you're like you're not being like, "Fuck yeah," but you're just like, I guess the slightly more like the more evil ish of these people is dead. Okay. <laughs> when they point the gun out from underneath the thing, what a shot. Like I I also think this is a weirdly dark comedy. Like pitch black dark comedy at times. Yeah, I didn't um, get the humor. <laughs> no, not, I wasn't getting any any of that. I found myself laughing more than a few times. Uh, I don't know. Again, when? let me repeat. I am scared of you people. <laughs> I don't know what was the movie. What was the last movie you guys were terrified? I found funny. What was it? I don't remember. It was uh, Ben and I. The, the house that Jack built. The house that Jack built being one of the funniest <laughs> movies of twenty nineteen or whatever. Yeah, that um, that's that's torture porn. <laughs> That is all kinds of fucked up. Not even, not even torture porn. Just like masochism on screen. I've been, I've like, been meaning to rewatch that movie. Why? Uh, oh my god. To wrap up our but why section, why did? Um, oh no, I I haven't gotten to any of my but why. Okay. <laughs> all right. Well, let, let me let me pivot. My 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 last but why thought I have is, but why did Antonio Banderas wear a prosthetic? nose and I, that's and a good that but why just <laughs> and like then literally Antonio the next Banderas. scene was not wearing them yeah and why wear it the first time if you're not going to throughout Continue the engagement <laughs> well at some point he decided yeah. you know what i'm gonna fuck this person <laughs> and apparently that was the, the second time they interacted yeah. <laughs> it was the first time they interacted because the second time they interacted he's not wearing the mask <laughs> yeah i don't know this whole movie was a but why but it's like, I didn't, we've talked about a lot of these, but I had the, but why give them your wife's face? Um, but why include the tiger dude at all in this movie? I think that's supposed to speak to the, the like, 
this who, based on who their mom is and like yeah she's and it came, just doesn't and, work yeah. for me at all yeah yeah <laughs> totally to, also, totally can buy that but that's but that's also, what that's about it's also a testament to how precise this transition this transformation was what do you mean like this 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 guy who was intimate with oh yes Banderas' wife looks just like is, yes, is yes. completely unable to tell mm-hmm. like he would he believed more that she was back from the dead than yeah not her there's also an element of like not all monsters like this is the this guy is a very atypical villain type and then there's some suave handsome charming antonio banderas monsters walking around too i think there's some supposed to contrast those two a little bit but yeah 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 of evil i don't know another but why i have i guess doesn't work (laughs) but it was the theory that i had going in my mind about vincente or vincente not remembering who he was at all i was super confused because like so why is he suddenly attracted to men because i believed that him as vera was attracted to antonio banderas's character just like you guys say that she had a really good performance as the person she was yes she was a good performance, but it's like, I didn't understand. To me, there was no revenge element to that character at all. And I don't know if it's how it's played or how it's written or what. Like, it just didn't yeah. come across to me at all. I think you need to, to watch it again and see how much Vicente's in the, in the performance, Lauren. Just watch it again. What are you doing tonight? <laughs> not that. I'm not watching this, uh. that's for sure. <laughs> but like, even understanding that Vicente is that person from the beginning, I didn't understand his psychology or like his mindset throughout the movie so therefore watching it again wouldn't change anything for me but i mean i think his his mindset is he wants to escape and he thinks like this is the most efficient way to to gain the dude's trust i just i just didn't get that at all i understand what you're saying it just didn't come across at all to me that way and i just i just want to make it clear then that that i think that's a story that's a storytelling flaw and not not yeah. the not a acting flaw. And then my final but why was just why does the housekeeper hate him so much, the prisoner so much? Like from the moment one, she's very much against this person and I just didn't understand it at all. I think I, I don't think it's hate as much as it's distrust because she she sees what's gonna happen, like from like but don't don't get mad at the prisoner then get mad at the person who is manipulating this entire situation that's her son it's her good son she also did kind of call i'm sorry if i have a kid and they do some fucked up shit i'm sending them to prison immediately (laughs) she tried to protect both of her sons don't do it this woman sucks (laughs) she's her poison insides are that's the other thing hey don't let yeah don't (laughs) let your son into the house when your other son has been like hey let's get rid of all of these people and don't let anyone in this house (laughs) this woman is an idiot her brain is poisoned (laughs) i mean her brain is part of her insides it's accurate (laughs) see now you're starting to like get that lord (laughs) it's it's turning around no I'm just going to say I am very proud of myself for not understanding this movie because I don't want to understand it at all. That's, that's fair. That's fair. Um, any more but whys? Just again, this whole movie is a but why. Mm-hmm. Uh, the whole movie is also a hot take. <laughs> like you could, you could have a hot take about any scene in this movie, I think. Yeah, to me, the hot take is enjoying this movie. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Um, okay. Repeat after me. Are there any memorable lines? 
Yeah, the one line that was almost one of my eight words or less was, you can come out, the men have gone. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's not great. uh, It's true. I mean, I think I am Vicente at the end is great. Mm -hmm. I I do think the my insides are poisoned was good. I don't even think that's the exact wording. But it was (laughs) like that that line. Yeah, I mean... I I should have written it down, but I love the uh, the line about when he was being threatened by the other doctor. And he said something like th- threat threats irritate me. Like oh, shit, I should have written it down. It was a classy line. It was like very Antonio Banderas. <laughs> Expert opinions. No dogs in this movie, thankfully. Some pig yeah, was slaughtered goodness. though, unfortunately. There was a tiger. There was a there was a very fucked up tiger. His um, costume had a tiger face on his crotch. <laughs> what? I didn't even yeah, notice that. There's a little tiger. Yeah. I was like this. I didn't like the costume in general. That makes it even worse. <laughs> ben, have you ever seen a meme for this movie? Ben's meme it. God no. <laughs> uh, the book was much better than the movie. We don't know. We never seen it. Never read the book. It would and be I interesting to know. Will. How if if it was how broad of if he like took the broad strokes or if this was a pretty faithful adaptation of that the upgradables is there any um, anybody else you would have rather seen in this movie or anything that was kind of going for the twisted vibes that you thought did it better? Any other movie did being a movie better than this movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. I probably like this more than Mother or something. But I think if you're going for, I mean, I wouldn't say did it better, but I'd say like the only movie I've seen that's this level of fucked up is Old Boy. Yeah, they're in the similar camps of yeah twistedness. I would say Old Boy is slightly better than this. I mean, I think it has one of the best action sequences ever made. Which version of Old Boy? He's uh, talking about the, the Korean the one, the Korean Park okay. Chan Wook version. Um, the Spike Lee one is. Is it Spike Lee? Yeah. Yeah, it's fine. I mean, these 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 are a pair of movies that could like, it'd be like some fucked up like back to pack midnight showing. It's not quite as fucked up, but another Park Chan. I think a lot of Park Chan Wook movies uh, <laughs> could fit in this. Uh, but Stoker, his one English language movie, oh, definitely. Is that the one you you told me about with um the guy who plays Ozymandias in uh? It's Mia okay. Vasakaska, Nicole Kidman, yep. and uh. Yeah. Lauren, you've seen that, right? No, it's on my oh. list. Is it still on your list? Now that you know that it's almost as fucked up as this movie. No, <laughs> it's not. It's, no, I said it's not as fucked up as this movie, but it's still a pretty twisted movie. But uh, and The Handmaiden as well from Park Chan Wook. Also, like, I don't know if Old Boy's on my list anymore. Now <laughs> you should watch Old I, Boy. Uh, I think I, I actually I know, know the twist, you... but I don't want it to have it confirmed. Just in, like, <laughs> I don't know if it'd be better knowing it or not going in. <laughs> I, I mean. Like, I, I think you would have a better time, even if you didn't like what <laughs> happens in Old Boy, I think you'd get a, you'd be, you'd enjoy it more, because I think it's a more... It's a more propulsive and a more fun movie until it's How not. many it's, people are raped in Old Boy? Uh, oh, no. I don't think anyone is. <laughs> I, I don't know okay. if anybody is raped. There's, there's none. Yeah. But there's bad sexy time involved. I was gonna in say movie. I didn't like how you said that. It's like I don't think anyone's raped. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
this movie is so god i hate antonio banderas's character so much it's like how do you watch <laughs> someone get raped to. and then sleep or try yeah, to sleep, sleep with that with person them. that was re- that yeah, we night didn't even touch on that that was fucked up it's like this is really the your move now man yeah not great bob <laughs> next category to infinity bond lasting impact it will forever be scarred into mm-hmm. lauren's <laughs> brain <laughs> Um, the internet says there isn't a lot of internet says out there. I was reading through some of the reviews from people I follow on Letterboxd and a couple of the more modern ones. Uh, the, I mean, people are definitely it's it's interesting, though, because people are like, I don't know what this means for the trans community, but I really like this. I like this movie and get, you know, like they're giving the movie praise. And Yeah. See, that was another um, thing. It's like so much of my hatred for it, or like it was just super uncomfortable coming into this with the perspective of using someone something that people struggle with mm-hmm. so much is then used as like flippantly as a punishment for someone and but this mm-hmm. was also my interpretation being incorrect but it was just like suddenly transitioning made this person a different person yeah yeah which is like that's not how that works but apparently i misinterpreted mm-hmm. the movie so and, and i but i i think it like zach said this movie would not be made nowadays like it just wouldn't it wouldn't i don't know man it, mother got made <laughs> But that's not. That's just. I'm just saying. Really fucked up movies get made because they're fucked up. But I think I think this trans like the trans aspect would be, like they would get crucified if this film came out today. Like I think there'd be dozens of articles on like why you know, it's like you're you're. uh, I'm not smart enough to talk about this. But uh, just I think it, it would get a lot of flack for its its representation. Like I think you're you're not wrong. It's like it could be perceived as a punishment in this movie. I don't think that's what this movie is trying to do, but it could be perceived that way. Yeah, yeah. Um, it would definitely uh, royal a lot of uh, hot internet takes. That's for sure. I mean, I would say turning someone into a rape doll is very much a punishment. So. And the trans the transition is part of it therefore it also equates to a punishment it's some it it's hard it, it's yeah a this, lot. Is, this <laughs> is a really a, like, like yeah. zach said there's a lot of gray area with this mm-hmm. with what's going on um god i also just didn't i'm assuming this was an accurate representation of what people have to go through when they transition like i didn't know the whole thing with all those we don't you don't have to actually include this in the podcast if you don't want to but just like him putting all those things lined up on the dresser it's just like jesus christ this is just that's his most menacing yeah. moment too and he's yeah. like think- you want to breathe through your orifice and and, yeah. and, it, and then when you realize it's because he wants to fuck it it's just like what the fuck yeah <laughs> and i yeah. think i i would i i hope to god that if that is the process I think doctors would be far more delicate about it. Than, than, oh yeah, for sure. Like, they're not going to be like, well, let's just put him out one by one. It's like, I mean, he's definitely going for the creepy factor there, and by God, succeeds with flying colors. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Ugh. <laughs> but seriously, That's like, there's Lauren's so much review. fucked up. There's so much fucked up stuff in, in imagery, like imagery in this movie and everything. But I feel like just him lining up those whatever you want to call them just him lining them up is the thing that sticks with me the most is just the, di- the most dilators yeah, I, mean, I it's, believe is it's, the it's, yeah. it's, a, it's a really like just like 
Trump, not traumatizing, but really like unsettling shot. Like, I mean, it's, yeah. it's framed I mean, that it's way. all like, contextual. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, it's just yeah. real messed up. If you want to see more unsettling material with <laughs> dilators, watch Large Venturier's <laughs> Nymphomaniac. Um, okay. Oh, good. Another reason not to watch that movie. <laughs> I think yet yeah, it's, I think the scene's only in the unrated one. So a, a more a more Ben, if you're if you're gonna test another Lars Rancher film, might I suggest I'm not. Might I suggest <laughs> Melanch- Melancholia. It's much less that graphically one, fucked up, but it, yeah, it's a fucked like, up I movie can't remember nonetheless. If, <laughs> I can't remember if I enjoyed that one or not, but it's worth watching. Yeah, it's Melancholia. Melancholia. What? It's got Kirsten Dunst and Kiefer Sutherland and Stellan Isn't Skarsgård. Alexander, or, is Alex? Is, wait, I think one they of the might both be in it. Alexander. Stellan is in it for it? sure. Or Alexander is for sure. Um, not Stellan. Mm. Stellan might be in it too. I think he actually might play his dad in the movie. There's a wedding early on in that movie. Yeah. Um, and then Charlotte Gainsbourg. Uh, one last pitch for the skin I live in. I mean, it's fucked up. It's <laughs> a plus filmmaking though. Like if anything, like Ben said, it's a little maybe just a drags just a smidge. But oh my god, Zach agreed with me on pacing in a movie. That's that's new. There's there's few <laughs> films like this one out there. Um, that's an accurate uh, statement. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I would say probably... that's a fortunate observation yeah. to have about movies. <laughs> so, like I said at the top, next week we are going to pivot into a second mini series of Genrerama, which Woo! is going to be based on. Still can't the idea. believe you joked about this being a love story. You're a monster. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, which is Love Story. The films we currently have picked, which will probably stay, even though we had a late replacement on our flashbacks this year. But um, John, who's not here, in case you didn't notice. Um, <laughs> is, probably should have mentioned that at the beginning has, of the episode. Has picked uh, The Village, M. Night Shyamalan's movie. I gotta find, that movie's not easily accessible, weirdly. Like, you can't even stream it? Well, no, you can stream it, but it's not... I don't think it's free, and, like, the Blu-ray is... that There isn't a Blu-ray. Like, I figured I could just what? buy the Blu-ray for $10. There's no Blu-ray for it. Why is it not on Blu-ray? I is don't it gonna know. Is it going to be, like, my pick of Take Shelter, where it's like, I'm probably going to have to change it? Because <laughs> it can't get it anywhere. You can rent it. It's it's on all retailers, for sure. Okay. I, I just had it up on... Yeah, you can rent it for $4. Yeah. But to buy it, even digitally to buy it, it's like eighteen dollars everywhere. It is. It's just like what the f. Ugh. Um. But yeah, so we're gonna be doing the village next week, and then in the following weeks, Lauren's pick is um, the Audrey tattoo. Um, Jean Pierre Junot. Yeah, Jean Pierre Junet, a very long engagement. Lauren's second Jean Pierre Junet pick. Mm-hmm. Um, not that I can talk. I th- I've tried to put every PTA movie onto this podcast yeah. feed. I think as of I think this one's my favorite of the ones I've seen of his. Then, like it beat it beats out Amelie now. Yeah, I think I like it more than Amelie too. It'll be re- I might revisit both before yeah. we do the podcast. I picked Darren Aronofsky's The Fountain, and Ben picked Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Uh, ben, yours is a cold pick, right? You never seen it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's what I'm going to try to do with most of these now. Is like find that's ones good. that I haven't seen. Got a broad I, I was gonna say I don't know how I feel about that, but then when you get movies that you have seen before, we get Waterboy and Mystery Men. 
So you're welcome. Uh, well, I was going to be Zoolander. Um, so, you know. Well, that not for no, uh, Zoolander was going to be a love story. That was going to be yeah. a flashback, but yeah, yeah, it could have been a love two, story. Two, two of these. He four loves movies. himself very much. No, two. there's a great bromance between him and Hansel. Just, that's fair points. <laughs> <laughs> two of these four movies have been in my top five at some point of all time. Uh, and Eternal Sunshine, I would squarely still put there, I believe. Um, but wow. I, have not, I have not watched Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind in a while. I'm, and I'm I look excited. forward to revisiting it. Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, I'm sure I'll mention this again when we do the podcast. The only movie, I've when I bought it on DVD, I think I owned it on DVD. Or the Blu-ray, yeah, Blu-ray wasn't a thing yet. Bought the movie, watched it. And then I immediately watched it again right afterwards. The only time I've ever done that. And I had seen it before in the theaters, but um, yeah. Great movie. So um, Love Story coming up in Genorama. And until then, I'm Zach Goldenberg. You can find uh, me wherever you can find at Zach Goldenberg. You can find us at middleofrow.com. You can find us on Twitter at middleofrow. Hashtag know the. You can rate and review the podcast. Apparently it does stuff. And we lost, lo- I launched a, a Patreon for us. So if you're listening to this and you want to give us some money, we'll take it. Yes, please. Like, honestly, I think you're already <laughs> reaching for the stars of having the lowest t- tier be $3 and not $1. That's what they recommended. I tried to do one and they're like, we recommend three be your lowest tier. I was like, well, if you, you know best Patreon. It's like, do you know us, Patreon? <laughs> <laughs> It's like Patreon. You gotta, you gotta check out our listener count first before we. I might move it to a. <laughs> yeah. I might move it to a dollar. I think you can do a dollar. Yeah. I think we. Yeah. I think um, we would only collect like sixty cents though after mm. like fees or something like that. I don't know. Who knows? That's some bullshit. <laughs> I'm Ben. Grigsby. I suppose I. Find... No, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Ben Grigsby. You can find me in Twitter and Letterbox at the Grigsby Bear. And you can find all of us on Facebook at Middle of the Row. Um, I'm Lauren Heimbaugh. You can find me on Twitter at Beware of Trees. And you can find us on Tumblr at middleofrow.tumblr.com. Thanks for listening. Go watch The Village. M. Night Shyamalan's The Village. And remember, the best seats are in the middle of the row.